This right. is Dylan Shobe, your host on 88.9 The Bridge, and today I have the opportunity and honor of interviewing Greg Shishman. If you're not already a Seattle hipster cued into the radical changes in tech <laughs> and on the internet, then you may have not heard of the talented Gregor. He's a six foot six Snohomish local who works for 1077 The End, but has been around the broadcasting industry most of his professional career. Greg graduated from the University of Arizona in 2002 with a Bachelor of Arts and generated his broadcasting experience while at Lotus Broadcasting for eight years. His time spent at Lotus then led to his current position at 1077 The End, the well known Seattle alternative rock radio station, where he is a morning show host, which I alluded to just earlier. And finally, with your 12 years and continuing ticking time spent at 107.7, I, Dylan Shobe, am here to not only interview you, but create a connection brought up through intriguing conversation. Greg or Gregor, how are you doing today? Ah, you know more about me than, than most of my friends or family. I feel honored That's that you would take the time to um, to learn all that stuff about me. Yeah, no I went problem. to the University of Arizona a million years ago. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we have a family member in common as a result of that. Not uh, It's a friend and for you uh, <laughs> in law, but yeah, anyway. So we, we have some history even, which I think is pretty cool. But thanks yeah. for having me. I'm great. Yeah, no problem. Well, welcome to The Bridge. Is Do you believe that the podcast world is taking over radio? And what effects do you think radio is going to be experiencing as podcasts become more popular? Well, first of all, I don't think it's taking over. No, I think that there's a different issue that, and yes, I have heard of Mitch and hi to Mitch if he's checking this out. Um, There's a different issue that is affecting all the different media, no matter what the avenue is, and that's availability and ability for anybody to be able to generate content and so one one glance at tiktok and you'll see that everybody's an influencer (laughs) and that the pie has been cut into a significantly larger set of pieces and so for anybody to gain traction in any one of these things is so challenging and um, presents so many obstacles because it used to be that there was gatekeepers that if you could get past them you could get a piece of it and be a significant name hosting the morning show on 1077 the end was like well beyond anything I ever thought possible. (laughs) And since I've been there, the changes via the internet that have happened have been mind boggling. The fact that you can stream my show from anywhere in the country via our Odyssey app is rad, but also like I have access to whatever information I want at any time. And so now there's just a lot more garbage out there and the filter to get, to get the filter to keep the content interesting and of a top quality is doesn't exist the same way it used to. And that's both good and bad because people who are creative that maybe didn't have the resources or the relationships to make something awesome now can just do that. And they can redefine how we do it in the future. You don't have to do it like people did when they when I was your age. And so there's like a lot of opportunity, but also to find anything good, you have to cut through so much stuff that is not good. And anytime anything is growing like this, beautiful things come out of it. These like brilliant minds figure out how to run it, but also people are predatory and they find a way to take advantage of it. And they, they've create new challenges as well. So podcasts or whatever it is, streaming or, you know, Twitch or anything, these are awesome avenues. And if you're good at making content and good at putting in the work to get it seen, then you can still be successful. It means that an old radio guy like me is, you know, having to think about these things a lot because I can't just exist in one space. Yeah, it's interesting. I'd say, I don't know if the right way to put it would be like, it's a blessing and a curse that anybody can get on the mic and talk about whatever they want because 
then you, it's cool because you got everybody from different backgrounds, different different demographics, sharing their opinions on the same things, essentially. Uh, but it could be bad, like you're saying. It could be you got to cut through to get through the good, get to the good stuff, and like anybody can do it. How do we determine who has the 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 best voice here? Because there's so many voices. How are we going to measure it on this massive scale? So, what can you tell me about the best way to get into broadcasting and the radio industry? Because it, a lot of people can make a podcast and do whatever they want to get on not necessarily the air, but on the online streaming, which is this new thing yeah. in a different parallel universe, I guess you could say. Absolutely. Um, there is, this is like a corny, like old guy telling you to work hard thing, but it's true. There's this, there's this idea that um, just because you can get the equipment or you can make something that you'll have the, the, that you can find success from it. And that's just, unless you're like this extraordinary talent and have, tremendous luck it's just not how it works in any industry there's no getting to the top of anything without being there (laughs) like you want to do radio you got to learn how to do radio and then you got to you know hustle and bug people to give you a shot at every turn until you get a shot and then when you get a shot you got to take it i feel like i'm quoting hamilton but like you you got to be able to find an opportunity and then show that you can do it better than anyone else or that you have more heart for it than anyone else or that you'll put in more time than anyone else. And slowly but surely over time, as you put in those hours and you learn the trade of whatever it is, whether it's installing, you know, electrical, like an electrician as a, as a tradesman or woman, or trying to be in broadcasting, the more you show up, the more people start to count on you to be able to do it, the more, you know, and then the more in demand you become. And it's, because broadcasting is kind of fickle and like, it's hard to determine what that, what that thing is that makes someone good at it. Like it, it can be a cutthroat world, but all the people I know that work the hardest, even when they're at their lowest are still able to be successful. And so with that, whatever you decide to do, you want to be on the radio. Great. Then just get into the radio and then be there and never miss a thing. And like, you might have to sacrifice some of the other things that you like to do in order to do it for a while. And but people notice people who work hard. Yeah, so you'd say basically be reliable, show up, put in the time and the effort, like many things. If you want to get a, good at anything, you got to yeah. put in the time. So that's one thing. But also, well, it's that- the same with podcasts. Sorry to interrupt, but it's the same with podcasts. Yeah. Like, if you want to have a successful podcast, you got to record the podcast. You got to put it out every Tuesday. I can listen to my <laughs> yeah. own advice here and do it. You got to put it out every Tuesday. You got to come up with a plan to get it to exposed. You have to have like effectively what old school would call it a marketing plan for it. You got to make sure you're posting on social media 10 times a week, whatever that number is. I made that up, but then you got to be ready to have content. So the next week when you do it, you do it all again and people can start to both rely on it to be consistent and for it to be there. It's a lot of hard work to cut into any industry. And just because you cut out the corporation and you're not doing it from your house, from a, from a business and you're doing it from your house as a podcaster, doesn't mean you don't have to still treat it like the same like with the same amount of hard work and dedication, it, it's really challenging to make, even if you want to be good at TikTok, you have to put in the time and you have to understand how to get the most out of whatever you put into it. Yeah. So, not, yeah. not only do you have to put in the time is you got to kind of navigate what's working and what's not. I mean, it's not a black and white sort of uh, right or wrong answer with, with radio or with, uh, I mean, it's an, it's an art if you think about it, like yeah, it it's, is. it's artistic and uh, people can't really tell you what's, good and what's not it's all up it's all subjective so it's once you put in the time and you sort of keep generating content you got to navigate what people are liking from you and what they're not and that's how you i think probably generate more returning viewers and returning listeners so that's 
That's interesting. And I keep tying into my question. This is awesome. But um, <laughs> do you ever feel that since your podcast discusses a lot of interesting and unexpected topics, like being random and, and cool, that some days when you maybe can't find the crazy local news that you that you're not being entertaining enough or that you just want to scrap the episode? Like, what do you do in situations like that where you don't have yeah. the material that you really want and desire to show to people? Dude, it's crazy. Like at 5.15 in the morning, I'm like staring at a... So the way that my show works... Yeah, I'd that, like you to know, know this. You're prepped and everything. You, you spend cool. hours surfing around from the places that mm-hmm. you find information. It used to be from newspapers and stuff, and now it's all online. And so I hit up the same places, and I know kind of the rhythm and the writers and stuff that I like. And you just spend a lot of time doing research. And I, I have a Google sheet that I fill out every day or Google Doc that I fill okay. out every day about what all the content is going to be. And some days in six minutes, I have more that I know what to do with. And I have <laughs> to, like, turn content down. And other days, it's 5.15 in the morning. I'm on the air in a half hour. And I have no idea what's going to come out. And like, I just want to go home and go back to bed on those days. But you just, um, <laughs> it's, that's a, it's a tough question. But like when it's, it's a lot harder for people who do long form anything where you're going to have to talk for 20 minutes on a subject and you don't have any subject to talk about. Like any sports broadcaster, yeah. say the day after the Super Bowl until boring baseball starts back up. I love baseball, but like, <laughs> and you just don't have anything in that window because the same way you would in say mid October or whatever. If I were to give you one last thing you want to say on this one, on this one last question for this interview, um, what would you tell someone like me or just me straight up and near my age that is interested in finding a career parallel to yours at my age? Um, Successful people are involved in the thing that they want to do. And so I, for you specifically, let's say I'll just direct it at you, Dylan, that um, you wanted me to be on your show. Mm-hmm. And so you just shot me an email yeah. and I, and then uh, emailing back and forth over the course of two months, we finally like <laughs> made it happen. And here you are, you, you, like you were persistent. You didn't give up and mm-hmm. you, um, you just made it happen. And like most people are too afraid to even send that first email or maybe not too afraid, but maybe it's like, oh, I don't know what to say. I'll do it tomorrow. And then, you know, 10,000 tomorrows happen and you haven't accomplished anything that you wanted to do and you know and like as a guy who's like I've I've been doing radio since 1995 and so that's 27 years is that right god uh, please kill me um (laughs) there's a the idea that like that started with me just being like I need to go I just want to do an internship and I did that and then I just was kind of standing around some guy was like what do you do I need someone to sit here for three hours on a Thursday like okay, I could sit there for three hours. Sure. And then someone didn't show up for work on a Saturday morning. I was just there. And they were like, you, have you been on the air before? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> like just kind of lied my way into it. And like, then I was on the radio and then the boss came around and was like, holy crap, you filled in. That was, thanks so much for doing that. How about Saturday nights? Could you do that? Just being there was my key to doing it. This has been awesome. We are killer. We like to talk. Obviously, we're at 19 <laughs> minutes, and this assignment and interview in general uh, only needed to be five. But I I love doing this. This is awesome. And <laughs> thank you, Greg, for coming on. This has been awesome. I I learned a lot. Really, truly, thank you so much. It's been an honor. And yeah, shout out to the bridge. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the bridge. Let's get back to the music.